Warning, the topics discussed herein contain material that some may find disturbing. Hey, Dave. Yeah, what's up? Smell this episode. Does it smell spoiled? Ugh, a little bit. Should we try that? Uh, I mean, I'm not down to try it right now, but hey, just warn everyone else that there might be spoilers in this review. Yeah, like weak old milk. It's bad. It's spoiled. So if you don't want spoilers, don't go in the refrigerator. Just watch the movie before you're listening to the show. Hello and welcome to Post Cut uh, Silver Screen. I am your host, actress of the stage and screen, Sarah Peterson. With me today, I have our writer and editor, David M. Brown. Hello. And VFX artist, David Fierkamp. Hello. We will be discussing the film Cuties, which is the new controversy from Netflix. The director is, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce it because I don't speak French, Maya Muana Dal Correr, I'm assuming is how... It, it's writer and director, and I so am so sorry that I mispronounced your name. We just finished watching this movie a few yeah. seconds ago, so we are... It is of, fresh in our minds, and this, let's just say that. That's why we're silver screening it. And it will be fresh in our minds for a long time. Yeah, this one's kind of... Un, it's hard to unwatch it. As we mentioned while we were watching it, I said to Sarah, wow, this movie is really hard to watch. And Sarah's reaction was, and we watched Dogtooth. <laughs> So anybody who knows of our episode on Dogtooth, I would prefer to put Dogtooth on for a third time than watch this movie a second. And it's not because it's bad. It's not a bad movie at all. It's, it's because it's so disturbing. I've read a lot on this film, which is why I actually asked for us to do this. And it's because, you know, I've got friends who are very conservative in their thought process and they are all about the Save the Children campaign, which is all about, you know, sex trafficking and things like that on the children's side. And I'm just like, OK, what is it about this film? Because obviously when we first saw the trailer, I had messaged her and I was like, if you watch the film that you're boycotting, you would see that it's a social commentary on how women are pressured from a young age to be sexualized and put into those boxes. The actual message of the film, as is won several awards, is to stop forcing girls to feel pressured to grow up and allow them to actually be children instead of figments of sexual imagination, which, shockingly enough, I pulled from the interviews with the director, mm -hmm. not from the film itself, from what the director said about the film. That is what I imagined That's what you the message would be. Mm -hmm. And she goes, just because it happens doesn't mean it should be put in the film. This will never be okay. And I agree. It should never have been put in a film as blatantly as this film has portrayed it. Now, that's not to say that this message should never have been put in a film. I mean, this could be a message by someone who has suffered this. As the female perspective of the group, everything that those girls did, except for take pictures of general areas that they took pictures of, I think every girl has done growing up. And it's because as preteens, and mind you, I went to public school. I was not raised religious at all. I was raised very open-minded, very liberal. I did not have the closed-minded relationship with my parents that the girls in the films had. But I can guarantee you, I got in fights. I dressed in a way that at the time would be perceived as slutty. My role models were the Spice Girls. I still listen to them to this day. And 
I look at it and I think to myself, we would stand on the porch of our babysitter's house and we would make dance moves. And it would be just like these girls. Granted, they weren't as sexualized as these girls were in this film. Right. The hyperactivity of right. uh, social media has changed that. Has changed it completely. But this is real. This is happening. And even and I was I was a 90s girl. I mean, I was a little girl in the 90s. So it's like you think from where that was in the full house era to now, it's a completely different place. And all you do is mimic. Mm -hmm. You copy and play. Almost everything in the movie, almost every girl goes to. And I'm going to say this. There are some people who do the other things in the movie, too. Oh, and I know there are. That's a real thing, too. How many celebrities have we heard news articles about them them doing it and they don't give you an explanation why? It was just like, oh, I did it and I regret it. You know, like it could be any number of reasons why something happens, but it happens. It's real. And especially in an age with smartphone technology. And I, I think people don't see that. The the cell phone addiction play as much oh. in this movie is such see, an important thing. Too. And part of the movie, which was not shown because it was not intended to be shown in this film. It was from the perspective of a female growing up. Right. Mm-hmm. Think about the opposite side of that in terms of the same age boy. The boy is expected to be a man and already have bedded a woman at this point. There's pressures on both sides. It's just that there's different pressures. And I think what's happening is, like you said, the movie is uncomfortable because it's showing the female perspective. We're used to seeing the boy's perspective in coming-of-age movies, things like that. Yeah. And it's done not as harshly as this one. Right. No, it's very done cookie, cookie cutter, cutter style. Yeah, yeah. You know, because boy meets girl kind of thing. Yeah, you know, and oh, you're a teenager, so you have to have sex. You know, that's just the biggest thing. It's just have sex with a, you know, lose your virginity and then you're a man. This you one know? does and more of a psychological it's, horror. It's of the it. opposite. It's if if you're a woman and you lose your virginity before you're married, you're a whore. I was just thinking about this too. In Western culture, it just came to me. I know why people are uncomfortable about this film is because when we are exposing ourselves to this kind of information, the actors that are portraying those characters are older. Sarah Michelle Gellar was 18, 19, 20 when she did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where she's portraying a 15-year-old. Yeah, she's portraying a 15-year-old, even though she is... She's already an adult. But remember, her character is... You're supposed to think of her as a 15-year-old. Right. Right. So... We have got this very clouded view of what a child should look like in a film. Or act or behave. They actually had 11-year-olds portraying these characters is what's disturbing people, I think. But it's also the idea that in reality, not the film, in reality, 11-year-olds do this. And and it is disturbing. Mm -hmm. And I can understand on the one hand where the conservative side is looking at it and going, this is child porn. Is that someone who has not mm-hmm. seen it, I can see why based off of what they have seen on previews and what they can get from the media on this film. Because you know what American media is going to do is they're going to overplay the sexual parts. It's like when you see a headline on a newspaper or on an, on an article on the internet. People have a tendency to read the big, bold, black print of the headline and not the article. Don't just watch the trailer. Don't just listen to what a conservative media outlet or even a liberal outlet will say about this movie. If you want to have your opinion be correct in how you think it, watch the movie. Because that's the only way you're going to get the proper opinion for yourself. Exactly. And that's the extreme part of it that goes into the movie. You have the extreme 
part of it, which the girl is religious. She's coming from a very religious family. And then you have the other girls who are, I would say, for lack of a better term, secular. They're okay with it. But the one common thread that I noticed on both extremes is neither one have contact with their parents on a regular basis. True. The lack of parenting was a message right. in the movie as well. Because the aunt said it. Every person she raised listened to her. But is it the aunt's responsibility to raise someone that's not hers? Nope. It might be in the culture. It might be. And that's very true. But the point is, the girl is resenting the aunt raising her. Why not mom and dad? Because where's dad? Well, you said they're polygamous. Okay. So where's dad? Courting his new wife. Courting his new wife. Ignoring the child. He's going to have what? At least one more with the new wife, right? In polygamy. Is it in such a way that a man has four or five different wives and has children with each and every one of them and then has absolutely no responsibility to those children to the point where he can ignore a child to go marry another woman in order to have another child in which to ignore? So I don't know if that's necessarily part of the culture. What I have seen, and this is from documentaries, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term, there are tribes in Africa Mm -hmm. that I know that the wives basically become wet nurses for the babies. So, like, when one wife has a baby. They kind of all raise it. Yeah, they all raise it. And it's like, it's kind of like the lioness. This film is having such a large controversy in religious circles because of the Save the Children movement. Mm. They are looking at it from their Christian point of view. And they're saying, like, this film is, is wrong. It should never have been made. And then you've got someone in Salt Lake City, because that's Utah. Yeah. And where is Sundance? Utah. Isn't that in Utah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which this film has won awards at Sundance. Which means it made it. Which mm-hmm. means people at Sundance thought this was exactly a message. That's the point that I'm trying to make yeah. here. Is that if Sundance thought it was an appropriate film, I don't understand other than the blatant, uncomfortable feeling that I am feeling after that movie. People are going to say the movie should never have been made. Well, you know what? Maybe Citizen Kane shouldn't have been made. I think this is the most important film of our generation, and that's coming a lot from me because I am still uncomfortable about People it. People hate being uncomfortable. They hate That's it. why I think it's the most important film that's ever been created right. because it shoves it in your face. This is what art in general, and I am talking about sculpture, painting, filmmaking, and filmmaking really is the conglomeration of all of them. You can say that each mm-hmm. frame is a picture and each picture is a painting and so on and so forth. A piece of art isn't just there to entertain. And trust me, I was not entertained by this movie. Oh, God, no. I was not entertained at all by this movie. I will never watch it again. I will never choose to watch this movie unless I want to prove a point. It's kind of like Sausage Party. I would never recommend it. Oh, God. But if you watch it, you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, well, what the hell did I just watch? I wish I had never seen that movie. Right. (laughs) And in a way, I wish I had never seen this movie, but I'm okay with seeing the movie once because I can say I saw it and I will have an opinion of it. It is purely... For an adult vision, even though there are no technically adult scenes in it. There's none. There's none. The point is, it's trying to reach the adult sphere by saying, if you don't watch your children and watch what they're watching and looking at, you might have to deal with this. And it also states to the religious, uh, the extreme religious aspect of it, at least in my opinion, is that the extremeness of the religion kind of drives the the people to do these things because they're so repressed. They go to the extreme. That they go to an extreme. They say, well, I'm not supposed to have it. And it's 
it's it's the apple, the tree, it's the forbidden fruit. I have to see what well, it is. She will never go back. That character will never go back to what she was doing. No. But she's never going to go to the extreme of the religious end either. Right. Because she, she's going to grow and she's going to be more in the middle. Well, try she, to, will, she will not be as extremely religious. She'll stay religious because most likely she will. But she'll never be extremely secular either. She's going to find her balance and she'll live her life. Because if you notice at the end, she's jumping rope. And that takes great balance to do that. You have to know how to jump the rope. You have to know that. And it goes back to your point of she's just being a kid and she's the happiest at that point. I'll say but, this. This movie movie should be, I mean, I, you, you said you had friends who were, what, what were they a part of? What was their movement? Uh, the Free the Children movement. So the Free the Children movement. Or Save movement. the Children. I'm sorry. This is like, should be a rallying cry for them. Well, <laughs> and, and technically, yeah. That was. Don't go behind it. I mean, this is kind of... That was the point I was trying to make to her, is that this film actually is... It states your point. Yeah. (laughs) Perfectly. But but I can understand, as a mom, why she does not want to watch this film. And and I'm not a mother. But here's the thing. It seems, by what you're saying, your friend is aware of what is going on. Yes. And so she's already doing the parent thing and saying... To her children, yeah. you are not watching this. Exactly. I am in control of what you watch until you are an adult, and then you can do what you want. Well, but until then, and, I'm in charge. And, and it's and, and not that this film is entertaining. It's not right, entertaining. It's, it's not an entertaining film. I, I and I don't and I don't think it was intended to be entertaining. No, it's definitely it's intended it's intended to drive home that message. This is a psychological message movie. And honestly, and honestly, if you can say if you can say there's any part of the movie that makes you feel normal it's when they're acting like normal kids exactly i said it when they were in the laser tag and they're laughing around only time you feel somewhat normal yeah actually i can say when she is standing in the schoolyard Mm -hmm. the first time and she's getting handed her schedule right and she's new right and there's they do the flash mob yeah that i felt kind of normal yeah you were like okay it's a flash mob when when she was playing around after she had seen the girls in, in her bedroom, she had taken her shirt and tied it yeah. into a knot to make it a crop top. That felt normal to me. And it's because that's what kids do. They play dress up. Yeah. When she crawled under the bed and her, overheard her mom talking about how her dad was getting married to his second wife. That, while to me, I didn't feel normal about the second wife part. Yeah. I felt normal about her being crawling under the bed because she doesn't want to get caught. Like that kind of stuff. It makes me feel bad for people I know that have daughters. They have to insulate the the child from this in the sense of protecting them from it. But yet you also have to push them out the door where you know they're going to get exposed to it. You can't stop it because they're in school and it's going to be exposed in the school and on the and on the bus home and on the playground and all that. But this goes all the way back to the point of when you said you, when we were talking about the uh, the more Hispanic looking character, I think Angelica. So Angelica, you said it herself. Every time she walks or moves, she's in a pose. And I hate to say it. And, and if you don't like this movie. Yeah, you think you shouldn't. Thank God. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, honestly, you if I, you like this cross movie, yourself, you're go good. get help. Yes, I can go say, get, get some help. I can say I appreciate the movie in terms of 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 its message. I, I of trying to put this over. But it is not a movie that is likable. It is not. I. You want to know what I do appreciate about this film? The guts to make it? Other than that, is aside from the very sexualized nature of some of the camera angles, 
at the very end when she's spiraling out of control, mm. you see the camera starts to go in this very wiggy kind of capturing not only the very conservative view of what are these girls doing as they're dancing on mm -hmm. stage. But the audience. Yeah. With the audience to the girls and they're realizing and you can see the the working out of this message in Amy's head. Yeah. It's, where it's, she goes, I've gone too far. That clarity is coming to her. And it's beautiful. Especially the two it's a moment of clarity. With the mom and the kid in the background and the guy in the front. The guy is like not in his head, right. enjoying it, right. kind of pervy. Yeah. And then you have the mom that, covering right. her son's eyes. But you have you, the, and then you have the guy who was at the audition with the with the fedora hat. Uh -huh. Yeah. I noticed him. He's like, ooh, like that. He's like, like he's enjoying right. it even more. Mm -hmm. And I called it at the audition. I said, I want to know what the guy with the hat is like. I, right. He's he's gonna be like that skeezy well, pervy guy. And it was guy, it was yeah. the point where they start gyrating on mm -hmm. the on the ground mm -hmm. where she realizes because and I don't think she would have realized it had Auntie not had the conversation with yeah. her when she had her period. I don't think she would have realized that this is sex. Like, this is how sex is portrayed in this culture. And she realizes, oh, my God, what have I done? And you mentioned addiction or Dave, you mentioned addiction in terms of uh, being addicted to social, to social media. media and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's her rock bottom moment. It's where she can go no lower. All she can do is look up and realize what she's done right. and how how it's affecting her. And not only how it's affecting her, how it's affecting the people around her. Right. Because even the cuties, as they call themselves, the girls on the group that she was hanging out were with. Were shunning her. They were shunning her and they were saying, you made us look like whores. Yeah. People are asking if we're exposing ourselves and stuff like that. And and. Amy's over here like, but that's not that was not my point. You guys have taught me to I'm just taking what you guys do. Right. And went, you, went pro. you taught us yeah. to manipulate. Right. And, and, and whatever. And that's what I was doing in mm. the situation. Yeah. I had to get my last word in. The phone was being taken away from her by her cousin. And it was just all of this stuff just spiraling out of control. And I don't know what she was thinking in that moment. If, if she wasn't as as a female who would have been stuck in that situation. I don't even know what I would have been thinking in that moment. And I mean, I, I'm watching it with a female it's, gaze. It's so funny you say that because for people who have had that happen to them when they did that and the people ask them, hey, what were you thinking? They say they, they weren't thinking. They always say, I, I don't can, know. I, I think I have a kind of a certain... A pseudo answer? Pseudo answer to this because okay. I've had a rock bottom moment of clarity moment. Okay. At least in mine, and I think it's kind of like this for her, you're looking around at what's happening and you're becoming sober to it. You're looking and you're saying, this is happening and it's not right. And it's making me feel a certain way like I'm dying or I'm about to die or something in me is dying. Right. And then the only true thought that you have that you can remember in the moment is what she does. Get the hell out. Well, I was more so referring to what she was doing in the bathroom. Oh, but I'm talking I'm talking about on the stage because right. that's her rock bottom moment. And and I agree with that. Mm. But in my in my head. Yeah, she was only doing what she was taught to in do the, in that in that moment. But in the bathroom, yeah. I, I can't even perceive what was going through her mind. Like that rock bottom moment, I get. Yeah. Oh, I get that. One hundred percent. That is exactly that is exactly what makes that scene beautiful. Mm. And it is highly inappropriate. First of all, they had more dance time than any of the other 
cruise. It seemed that way, yeah. Right? Like, it felt like it just kept going on and on sure and that's, on. that's that's more of an editing movie choice. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, right. that's yeah. a and storytelling choice. Yeah. Endless. Phoenix, it exactly. feels endless. Yeah. 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 And right. it was like, and, and that moment of clarity was, was beautifully shot. I will never watch that again, no matter what. Like I said, it was beautifully shot. Never going to watch it again because it's just it's it's hard, especially after the bathroom scene and the bathroom scene up until that point. The bathroom has been like her sanctuary where she can learn how to do the dancing, mm-hmm. learn how to do the. It is her sacred place because nobody has. And in that symbolic moment, she destroys it. It's yeah. like they took it, her virginity, she, but she because she never. That's a great yeah. way of putting it. And That's she ne- probably and she, what it is. And she never goes back. No. There you go. There we just figured it's, that out. It's her virginity. It's her innocence. It's every because when you see those initial scenes of her trying to do the dance moves in the bathroom, it's an innocent thing. Yeah. She's looking at who she is perceiving to be her friends, and she's like, "Well, I have to like any I have to any, fit in any kid. I have to fit in," and she's just trying them out, and she realizes that she can do this, and I think at some point because she almost immediately takes over as like the choreographer of the group, right? When she, when she shows what she can do, and she realizes she can do it better, and in the end, just before they go on stage, Angelica, she says, "No, we don't have to have Yasmin. We should we should she, we should dance with her. She's better anyway." Well, and not only that, but not only is she better, she becomes power hungry, mm, mm-hmm. and it's like she's getting this rush of I've never had this attention before because. If you are watching it, you see her culture is very like women should be seen and not heard. So my point is, is that because women should be seen and not heard and that they should be always happy and everything for the men, you know, they're submissive creatures. This is her first moment of dominance in this entire film. Mm, Uh Right. It goes straight to her head. And it goes straight to her head. And she's a dueling character she doesn't know which personality trait that yes, she wants there was a to duality kind of... to the to, to both her social places in the world yeah yeah and, and you could see that with how she stole from her mother and how she was super sweet to her friends and things like that it's it's every it's every child's experience when they're growing up and trying to find their way in life you know they're trying to become that bigger better person are we reviewing this? Are we giving it stars? I we're giving, am, we're giving I'm not rating this film. Oh, okay. You're not. Uh, I personally, I, I personally cannot agree with giving this film a rating. If it was based on cinematography alone, I would give it a five star rating. But the content is, it's too much for me. Okay. I can't, I cannot recommend this to anybody. All right. That's your choice. Okay. You first. In terms of filmmaking, like you say, cinematography, editing, all that stuff. It gets a four. I give him a four for making it because this is not a movie that you know going into this movie, it's going to be nothing but controversy. That being said, I do not recommend this movie. Nope. If you are an adult, it is your choice to watch it. I would believe that you would watch it once and be like us. I'm not watching it again. I have stated my opinion of this movie. Its message is on point for parents, for even children. It's it's a way for parents to, I think, in an extreme way, uh, see what happens when you don't parent. I mean, and I and I realize parenting is a tough job. You have work to go to, and you have to have children to take care of. But it reinforces the point of families are not democracies; they are dictatorships for a certain period of time with children. Because I hate to say it, eleven-year-olds don't know what's good for them. Exactly, they don't. When they're eighteen, nineteen. You hope that you have Given put enough, enough 
enough good teaching of your values, and it has to be your values, not society's values, your values. All you can do is hope that you've instilled that in them and they will carry that with them. So as an adult, if you watch it, it's going to make you uncomfortable, but its intent is to make you uncomfortable. And to a person like your friend who is not going to watch this movie at all, I completely agree with your opinion. You don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Because as I said earlier, your friend appears, from what you say, to be in control of her children. Exactly. In the sense of, I am not letting my children be exposed to this until they're old enough. Dave? So, I guess I'm going to wrap up this little thing in a pretty bow. Uh, I'm going to rate it a five-star movie for a Sundance movie. I think it's well-made. It has intention. It has a purpose. Mm -hmm. It tries to speak that, and it knows what it is. And I, I received the message. I'm going to say this. This is not a horror movie. This is not a blockbuster. This is not an action movie. No. This is not a thriller. This is nothing more than a reality check. Yeah. And if you're not prepared Hell for yeah. that. In terms of a narrative, you're correct. It is a reality check. Yes, if you're not prepared good. for that, don't watch this movie. Yeah. If you're willing to challenge yourself and the reality of society, dive in. But you have been warned. For those of you who might be seeing this film after our discussion of it. I would like to instill just this message to you. Prepare yourself. Do not do what we just did, where we just watched it without being mentally prepared for it. Mentally prepare yourself for it. It is not a beautiful film in terms of the message that it's portraying. It's eye-opening in what society has told us is okay to be in film. Use the pause button. Oh, it's there for you. Be, your best friend is going to be the pause button in this movie. Yeah, the fact that it's on Netflix and you can pause it is probably the best reason. And for, for some that. people, the you, best the best button will be the stop button. Yes. With that being said, I applaud the director who wrote and directed the film. I mean, I give you so much praise to be able to get your message onto the screen. Again, would not recommend this film, but we would recommend others that we have reviewed in the past. So we look forward to hearing what you guys have to say. And maybe if you've seen the film, tell us your reactions to it and give us some films to review. So we'll see you guys next time here at Postcut. Thank you. We love hearing from you. To learn more about us, go to our website at postcutpodcast.com and email your name and movie suggestions to listenermail at postcutpodcast.com. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcasting platforms. From everyone here at Postcut the Film Podcast, thanks for listening.